Hi, everybody, and welcome to Humanity First, our podcast. And uh, this week, we have Wallace Brown back in the house. Wallace, how are you? I'm doing good, Peter. And yourself? I'm very well, thanks. And uh, as uh, people will know um, from the, this podcast, uh, Wallace is a uh, mover and shaker in, uh, in our uh, DEIJA, uh, uh, Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Group, and um, has been working on a lot of different things over the last um, few months. So uh, thank you for setting a little bit of time aside to come in today, Wallace. Thank you, Peter. You're welcome. Yeah, you know, we thought we'd just uh, talk about Juneteenth a little bit today because um, it is um, it is the U.S.'s uh, newest federal holiday, although when I say federal holiday, it's actually only been accepted by 18 states, I think, in the Union. And it's funny, when I was talking to my wife about this yesterday, she said, strange that Texas is one of those states. And I sort of laughed and said, well, it kind of has something to do with Texas, but I understand why you'd think it was strange. Um, so let's talk about Juneteenth a little bit uh, in, terms of, um, in terms of its importance in our culture right now. Uh, no surprise in a way that... Um, that President Biden uh, announced last year that this would be a national holiday after the couple of years that we've been through when, you know, and I, I, I never want to say that things are great, but things have, but the issue of equity and inclusion and, and bias have really sort of grown over the last couple of years. And there's been a more of an understanding, I think, in middle America, in America in general, around about, um, about equality, uh, I think about what happened uh, during COVID with the Black Lives Matter, um, sort of uh, the movement becoming somewhat mainstream, really, when you think about it, in terms of the ability to of people to get their voices across. So, not surprising that we're talking about Juneteenth, especially because it was actually June nineteenth. Absolutely, um, Peter. So, with that being said, in reference to the Black Lives Matter, that kind of motivated and brought more um, notice and highlighted the Juneteenth celebration, which has been going on for years um, just within the subset of African Americans from Texas across America that they would have their own private celebration. But now, um, since the Black Lives Matter movement and so forth, it highlighted even more and with the uh, grandmother, the pioneer of June 19, Opa Lee, who had been very instrumental in bringing more notoriety to Juneteenth, which signifies the freedom from slavery and to know that Texas and Gallatin was late to announce yeah. the freedom of African-American slaves. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe we should do that. Maybe we should go uh, in the Wayback Machine to 1866, really, and because it is, you know, I made that um, glib remark about Texas, and I'm probably going <laughs> to offend some people, so I apologize for that. But when it, it is interesting that Texas was the location of that because of the uh, the lack of responsiveness uh, to the overall issue of, um, of 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 making it illegal um, to uh, to engage in slavery. So here we are in Texas, 1866. Talk us through a little bit about that. Um, here are, you know, 250,000 people, right, um, who in Texas yes. who um, are hearing word of mouth um, that there has uh, been the General Gordon um, uh, announcement uh, right. and a government that's not interested in uh, <laughs> going against the landowners at the time. 
Exactly. There were Eman happening back then in 1865 that they were other southern states were sending their slaves to Texas to work. Mississippi. And from Mississippi and other states, they wanted to keep the economic process, I believe, flowing to continue to make money and pay people no wages to work the land to produce the crops, which, you know, built America during the enslavement of people of color. So, yeah, it's way back then. Texas didn't want to release it, and they were just being a rebellious state after losing the Civil War. You know, they didn't want to give up their livelihood, of, and that's probably the main reason for not setting the enslaved people free. Yeah. You know, you and I have had this discussion before, but um, the vi- uh, violence and the economy are, are always sort of linked in many mm-hmm. ways, and this is a perfect example of what drove. I mean, obviously, there there are all of those, there's racism, there's bias um, back then, but there was an economic engine that drove this through necessity, and I think you're absolutely right by raising this issue that actually that's the backbone uh, and the creation of wealth and the creation of economy uh, in the country that the USA is today. So that's interesting. I'll just, if you don't mind, I'll just read um, the announcement, which was the general order number three, which is not yes. really, do, I, I don't know if you want to do that. Um, but No, but, go ahead. But, but I guess it's worth just sort of um, reading it because it's not really open to interpretation a great deal. Absolutely. Uh, the people of Texas are informed that in accordance with a proclamation from the executive of the United States that all slaves are free. That was the order. Yes. And that was a, and of course that was what really triggered these celebrations um, that there was after, well, we talked a little bit about the, about people being indentured uh, in, in the interim, but yes. that was, and, and people being shot for celebrating an yep. order that came from the, from the federal government. So an absolutely dangerous time for people who were um, wrestling with their right, right. to be free. Right. Absolutely, Peter. You, you have to think of the mindset back then in 1865. Here was an order given to the Confederates to release all slaves after the Civil War, which, you know, the mindset of people is like, even though we lost the war, we're still going to hold on to our way Real of life. living and our life. So it's more of the... Again, the rebellious factor in that, and they did not want the slaves to be free based on now they felt they had to treat them a different way than the cruelty they were treating slaves. So, yeah, they still took on the mindset of lynching and shooting because the slaves were celebrating being free. It's like, you know, the children of Israel coming out of Egypt in the great exodus. They were free, and they didn't make correlate that to understanding of it to let the slaves be free and give them liberty to do what the law state for them to do because there was rebellion against uh, these currently now becoming the United States back then. Hard to get your head around something. Yeah. For, for many people, I should think that uh, people who are direct descendants of people who were enslaved don't find it hard to get their head around. But I think there's plenty of people who are don't necessarily make that connection that we talked about before, this idea right. of freedom. This is, this is in many ways a manifestation that is a, that is a celebration of the freedom of everybody, right? You know, 
you, exactly. know, you mentioned you mentioned Israel. It was Rome, of course, who enslaved uh, the Jews back mm-hmm. in uh, back in fif- the fifteen hundreds, bringing right. them back. Uh, sorry, I shouldn't say back in AD one hundred and twenty eight when you know they made them build the Colosseum. It, it is you know we've seen people's freedoms uh, checked uh, yeah. and snuffed out by so many, and so just coming up to now as mm-hmm. we as as many people are hearing about Juneteenth for the first time they're asking a lot of questions which is you know should white people celebrate Juneteenth and I have an idea about that but what do you think absolutely yes I would definitely it's about being free as an American so as white people you're celebrating your neighbor you're celebrating your comrade your co-worker in being free why wouldn't you want to celebrate the person right next to you on the bus they're of color being free from a situation which is in our history to know that it wasn't kind right. to African Americans. So you would want to go and get on board just like any other holiday from any other um, nationality comes from around the world. We join in and celebrate. That's supposed to be the way of Americans. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Here's another question, and this one might be controversial, but um, I was reading about the commercialization of, of Juneteenth. Um, and it made me a little bit sad um, because I think Walmart, and I don't want to pick on Walmart, but I'm going to, um, had come up with an ice cream flavor for Juneteenth. Yes. I don't know if you yes. read about that. I heard about that, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, uh, you know, well, what do you think about that? <laughs> well, in reference to, well, it's commercialism, so everyone's trying to capitalize on that. Walmart, in a sense, intentions might have been good to try to say we want to acknowledge in support because, yes, a lot of people color shop at Walmart, as do everyone else. So they just made a mistake in, in presenting that flavor of ice cream without um, really thinking hard on it. It's the marketing department. Well, I think somebody might be looking for a job who made that decision. Mm-hmm. You know? But, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it is, it, I, I guess I have mixed feelings about commercialism in, in a number of ways, but but it does mean that America is hearing about Juneteenth. It does mean that that is becoming known. And somebody else, you know, said, um, how, how, can we, how can we make people know that this is not just another day off for Americans? And I thought that was a really good question. And I'm, again, I'm talking about middle America. I'm talking about me. I'm talking about everybody. Well, the education of it, I think in the commercialism, aspect with advertisements and clothing and all of that, that brings a, a, a light to people asking the question, well, why are you wearing that T-shirt or why are you celebrating that? Just like it came about for the 4th of July. I think Oprah Lee, the grandmother, wanted this holiday to be notified, noticed in a way that we start from June 19th right into 4th of July, which we all Americans are a part of and the African Americans are a part of the 4th of July. They help free That's this right nation and we are americans yeah that's right and and sort of getting that message over in a way that makes people think um you know i we all have a different pathway to here right mm-hmm. all of us have a different story some of our stories are more complicated than others some of them are more tragic uh, oftentimes 
uh, you know, I have, a, I have a Jewish friend who was telling me we have so many holidays where we celebrate horrible things happening to the Jewish people, you know. And then you have, you know, atonement and you have, right. uh, you know, Yom Kippur. And, uh, and, and one of the really sparkling things for me about Juneteenth is this really is a celebration of a people, the celebration of a moment in time. Not that everything was fine after that. No, it <laughs> Believe wasn't. me, it wasn't. But it was the beginning of the next phase. Um, and I like that. That that resonates with me anyway. Absolutely. I totally agree with that and the resonation of it with me also that the acknowledgement that the people of color, the African Americans, we were free. They were becoming free, not at the level where it's economically fair or opportunity fair, but just the fact to have the mindset that we are we were free. And in the mindset I would tend to believe in my forefathers that were enslaved back then to say, you know what, I have opportunity now to probably live the life that I see the massa lived. Yeah. Yeah. I can gain yeah. property, my family back who's been sold off and given away and live like a normal human being with that opportunity. So I, for them, the celebration was so jubilant in a way that it resonated that when they knew they were free, they went out looking for family members and Southerners and people that were enslaved that has a history attached to the slave is that's like a family union. Yeah. And we often celebrate family yeah. unions throughout this year yeah. and throughout the summer because of that reason of June 19th and yeah. being free and able to gather your loved ones, your sons, your daughters, and relatives that might have been on other plantation and yeah. becoming one, feeling whole. You know, I just want to pick up on something you said there because I think it's really important. Um, Progress is about compromise, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you know, and, and when you look over generations, you think, well, how did we get here? Especially with African Americans uh, in terms of progress. Uh, but that compromise was so biting, wasn't it? You know, when you when you think about the description of in terms of voting um, yeah. blocks, which is still going on today in a, in a lot yeah, of ways absolutely. with gerrymandering that's happening um, in in districts that are, are sort of herded together to one to. Uh, to change uh, the balance of power. Uh, and I don't want to go back and say nothing's changed, but but when you look at f- dispassionately, it seems to me that history is about compromise. And, and, the, and, and African-American freedom is about the compromises that African-Americans had to make, right? Absolutely. With that compromise is also the population of Americas and around the world understand that African-American contribute a lot to the building of this nation. Just like you're in the military and you die for this country, Mm -hmm. they were dying Mm -hmm. for this nation. And that acknowledgement needs to happen to be recognized going forward. So that's the history coming to light, coming to truth. So more of the celebration and focusing around June 19th and people celebrating that freedom brings a good sense and more encouragement for the next generation of young men and women of color to reach for the stars and go for opportunities here in America. It is the land of opportunities. So go for those opportunities and feel that you can be welcome and accepted. In spite of we still got challenges to get to that welcome and accepted peace. It's taken all over 157 years and still going strong. So it's on the way. It's on. The, it's in the process. We just got to continue to um, hope for the best and look 
for a brighter future and everyone collectively coming together. So it's June 19 is acknowledged by Americans all across America. They will get an understanding of reason why, because there's been that lost history that all Americas missed out on. Yeah, that's right. And I think, you know, the nice piece about it is that last year we were we were um, meeting at the recovery learning community and um, mm-hmm. and we had um, a couple of visitors and uh, one of the, and I can't remember her name, so I'm sorry, but um, but she was a person of color and she came and told the story of Juneteenth to an all white group, um, by coincidence, all, all white group. And it was so wonderful to see people engage and thinking and saying, and people said, this is such a great story. I knew nothing about that. Uh, and I went away thinking, something really good happened here today. Something, you know, we collectively learned about a piece of history that really hasn't been uh, talked about, which might be around shame, you know, uh, mm-hmm. but it might be around a... Um, you know, just the fact that people haven't been interested, but that that piece of uh, uh, that connection, I think, is really important. Now, there's some traditions, right, with Juneteenth that that happen in, right. uh, on the day of celebration. Uh, can you talk about that a little bit? So on a day of celebration is a lot of reading of uh, African folk tales, stories, a lot of celebration, parades, um, you know, music, dance, Within the community, people, family coming together, you know, picnic in the park, sort of. So it's now becoming bigger, more noticeable than just a backyard picnic. It's, it's Main Street and moved to a parade down Main Street and so forth and gathering in certain major locations and parks throughout the country for notoriety. And, and that's a good thing. And everyone is welcome to always join in with that celebration as though everything because African Americans contribute in all genre and aspect of the American culture and American history and as you mentioned when you was finding out information about June 19 when the young lady came and spoke about it and a lot of people didn't know so that's evident that that history was not passed down or taught so now we got to get back and teach it and once people get knowledge of it then they can grow from there and go forward and support the uh, Juneteenth celebration from this year going forward. So it's a good thing that it Biden puts it into law and is a federal holiday. So Yeah, and I think one you know states will come on board with this eventually. Mm-hmm. I know that you know that there's a lot more that need to come. <clears throat> you know, I had I did have a thing to to finish on whilst when I first came to this country, which is thirty years ago. Uh, it was around the 4th of July that we went up to uh, Salem. Um, there's a place yeah. in Salem called, I think it's called Salem Woods. Um, and there were um, hundreds of African-American get families having get-togethers. And uh, being an English person, families don't get together that yes. often. It's, I don't know why it doesn't happen, but these, this, this joyous event. And the families would have the same T-shirts on, and they would say, you know, the Brown family reunion. And uh, I was t- t- totally blown away that, that you would yeah. go to that distinction, saying this is our family and this is the importance of getting oh, together. Oh, absolutely. My family celebrate uh, family unions all of the time. My family is originally from the Carolinas, so we, every couple of years prior to COVID, it was every couple of years the family would get together, and it's a whole gathering. It's that once again the people that were despaired, and send it all over the country, come together. And we would come from all over the country in a 
certain group of the family would host it in their states and everyone would come and we have T-shirts and a picnic in the park that Juneteenth celebration continues to go on to this day. Yeah. yeah. Like there's some really good food as well. And the good food. <laughs> you can't beat Southern hospitality. Some, some red good. cake as well, right? Yeah, yeah, red velvet cake and uh, the good food that they took to home. Soul food is loving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Wallace, thank you so much for shedding a little bit of light on Juneteenth, and uh, it was great having you in the, in the pub- podcast. You're welcome. Thank you, Peter. Take care. Thank you.